my interview. Hendrik Brand, are you there? Um, hello, Anne. Hey, Hendrik, how are you doing? Very, very well, thanks, and you? I'm not too bad, talking too much, apparently. But <laughs> according to my well, producer. that's not a bad thing if you're on the radio. <laughs> Seeing as, yep, yep, thank you for that endorsement. So, Hendrik, <laughs> tell us a little bit about, I've seen a bit of the article. The article talks about... Um, a geographic arbitrage. Thank you. And basically <laughs> living somewhere else that is cheaper to live in than South Africa. Yes, yes, yes. And making that work. So that yeah. sounds very interesting to me because where would I live that is cheaper to live than South Africa, but <laughs> also safer? Yeah, no. Um, so like you mentioned, geographic graphic arbitrage is just uh, moving to this country that is cheaper. And that um, that is specifically um, appeals to retirees. I mean, if you are earning in a um, currency that is very strong, moving to a cheap um, country will definitely be beneficial for you. And then your money will last much longer. And a lot of South Africans are starting to do that as well. Um, and um, most of the opportunities for us specifically is in South America, and that is because um, our currency isn't as strong as, let's say, for instance, um, Switzerland or Sweden. Um, so we need to, we're, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel, but there are very, very interesting countries out there. So, so for example, um, and a concept that interests me is I, I was listening to someone talking about spacing out your retirement. And this was a very interesting thing to me because they were saying you basically take a couple of years off. Yeah. Everywhere. Um, so you yes, could be that. 25 and you decide, okay, for the next two years, I'm going to just chill and travel and then yeah. I'll start working again. So that um, sounds like something I could do. That sounds like something yeah. like I could maybe swim my next year, January. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, when, you, when you're retired, that is, that is the ideal time to travel. And if you don't have the finances, then, um, then, it, then it becomes a problem. And I think this is, this is a win-win situation because then you, um, you're literally using your retirement funds to travel and, to, um, and it lasts much longer um, if you do it like this. So it wouldn't be a good idea for me to just like do a year next year. And go and live somewhere for a year next year and then come back and work again for two or three years. Yeah, then- no, um, mini retirements are, um, well, heap and happening at, at this stage. So um, that is definitely an option. Um, I think for geographic arbitrage, it's not necessarily the, the ideal solution because um, when you do geographic arbitrage, you're going to need to migrate your finances and um, the residency visas that you need to sort out um, if you do want to do it for longer. So then it becomes a problem. But if you just want to um, travel from country to country as, as part of a mini retirement, that is, that is also a very, very good idea. Because at the end of the day, you can do that while you're still young and you're not affecting your retirement as much. So if I am retiring, which is a long way away, um, but I mean, people keep telling me that I must plan for it. I must plan for it. And I'm like, okay, yeah. okay. So it's, it's a bit of adulting. So let's, let's, <laughs> let's adulting do that. Adulting hard. You, you have no <laughs> idea. So, um, you know, because for me, adulting is something I do around my kids. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I hope they're not listening. I think I'm a very good adult <laughs> when, it comes to, when it comes to my kids. But beyond that, I'm kind of just, you know, I'm wandering around on the planet like everybody else. Um, yeah. Yeah. The the planning the planning involved in it um, becomes becomes very very tedious. 
And um, but I think if you if you do manage to plan for it properly, um, there are a lot of people that are retiring well before fifty, mm-hmm. and especially if you can try and use something like geographic arbitrage do then at the end of the day um, make your money go further, then it is definitely a, mm-hmm. a good so, idea. Okay, so very quickly, walk us through it. If you were going to geographic arbitrage yourself yeah. into another country for your retirement, what would be your top country? Why that yes. country? And what is the process? Okay, so um, for me, it'll, it'll probably be Portugal. Um, I think the... Um, the cost of living in, in Portugal as a whole is very similar to South Africa, but specifically, um, we won't be able to necessarily um, afford um, cities like Lisbon and Porto. But if you're looking at some of the other cities like Coimbra, which is the third biggest city, their cost of living at this stage is about 20,000 Rand um, in our money for a um, couple of two people. And um, so for you to be able to immigrate to um, to Portugal, you need to prove that you've got a retirement income of 18,000 Rand per month, and then you can apply for a Type 1 visa, and that then allows you to um, to apply for the for the retirement visa. And I mean, Portugal is a great country. It's it's friendly people. It's great weather, and um, I think there's just the right combination between a lot of historic sites and absolutely amazing beaches. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, when you say 20,000 for two people, are you talking yeah. rent, food, electricity? Yes, um, everything. So the living cost um, for a couple is, so, is, is about 20,000. And you have to prove that you have 20,000 between the two of you and they'll take you both? Income, yes. And then you're eligible to apply for the um, retirement type one um, visa. And they want you to show a retirement policy? Yeah, yeah. So um, for 18,000 Rand a month, that means you need to have saved about, if I let, uh, I'm going to do a guesstimate here, but about 5 million. Okay, so let's say that I have 5 million. I mean, yeah. that would be nice. But let's, <laughs> let's say that I have 5 million and um, I don't have a pension, but I have 5 million because I'm not retired. Um, so yeah. do I then just say to them, here's my bank statement, I have 5 million, can you take me? Um, yeah, so um, I don't know exactly what their what their retirement age is, but I think the um, the moment you are of retirement age in in their country, then you can um, then you can do it. It doesn't necessarily need to be um, a retirement annuity. You just need to prove that that income. But um, for a lot of South American city, um, cities, then you don't need necessarily need to prove an income. Um, you just need to have a specific amount invested in the country. So then you can you can buy shares and um, property and whatever you want to buy in that country, and that then qualifies you for um, for a visa application. Okay, so basically the the top the top kind of one is is retirement. And look, my, yeah. my thing is I'm skeptical of retirement policies because we're all supposed to be living so much older, and there's so many shenanigans been happening with retirement policies. Yeah. They're not guaranteed it's going to last, but hey, you know what? If they're prepared <laughs> to accept that, if that's their yardstick, then that's their yardstick. So Portugal is number one, and then just before we wrap it up, number two and number three. Um, for me, number two would probably be uh, Mexico, and number three would probably be Turkey. Um, those are all very, very good um, options for geographic arbitrage. So in Mexico, specifically on the on the eastern side, close to Cancun and Merida, I think um, 
a lot of the beachgoers will will love that option. Okay, so I'm I'm very surprised by Mexico. I'm not surprised by you said Turkey. Um, yeah, having actually been to Turkey and just being in love with Turkey and always planning to go back. Uh, yeah, and, and I have to do that. But Mexico, I'm not so sure. And <laughs> and also the other question that I wanted to ask is about Portugal. Is there yeah. not a language barrier? Um, a lot of people do speak English, um, but. Um, if if you go to the major cities, um, you will definitely be able to get about, um, get along with, uh, get by with with English. But um, yes, definitely, um, you will need to systematically start learning Portuguese. Okay, oh, that sounds interesting. So then, Mexico. What is the cost of living in Mexico? Um, if you're looking at a um, country of a city like Merida um, that I mentioned, is right next to Cancun. Um, they've got a cost of living of about fifteen thousand. In Mexico? Yeah. And they also want you to be retired? They, um, I think you will be able to get by there with, um, with, with um, savings. And I think, if I remember correctly, it's just over one and a half million that you need to have invested in the country for you to be eligible to apply for a visa. Okay. So, but this is particularly what you're talking about is you go and you go and live somewhere and you get some kind of residency. Yes. Okay. So, and you then, do you migrate kind of you, uh, as a taxpayer as well? Yes, you do. Um, because specifically in Portugal, you get a lot of um, tax breaks if you are a foreigner um, moving to um, moving to Portugal. So, um I know, for instance, um, you get that from Malta and a lot of other countries as well, um, just to try and incentivize you to come and spend your retirement money in that country. So um, that is that is specifically why they are doing it. Henrik, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, for any of our listeners, if they want to know more, where, where do they need to go or how do they contact you? Okay, so my website is tigersonagoldenleash.coza and they can also follow me on Twitter at uh, tigersonleash. Hendrik, thank you so much. I will go and research Mexico and I will get back to you on that as an option. (laughs) Great. Look forward to talking to you about it. Brilliant. Thanks. Keep well (laughs) now. Thank you so much, Anne. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.